Yeah, I've got ego. Exponential growth only. Ooh, what's up, everybody? It's me, the man with the plan. The Dan with the pan. The can that ran. Adam Pacora here once again to bring you Requiem for a Tuesday. Uh, very excited to be here. It's an honor. I'm glad you'll have me. Uh, working out some uh, a new setup here with the audio, so if it sounds different in a good or bad way, uh, that's why. So send feedback if it sucks, because, you know, I gotta know. Uh, you can do that at rfatpodcast.gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at adam.rfat. Uh, you can get some merch at rfat.bitcartel.com. You know what I'm saying? Uh, RFAT Audio Podcast Network. Microwave Minutes is the other show so far. You know, more things cooking. 2021. No biggie. Uh, and there's music, too. You know, all linked in the description below. So uh, please go check that out and help this small business thrive. You know, unless you're a soulless corporate drone which i don't think you are you know is that really how you want to represent yourself i wouldn't you know i left that lifestyle behind (laughs) in the before four times um listen on a quick follow-up from last week can we just stop dragging army hammer through the dirt this man out here apologizing for photos on his private Instagram. Sounds like it's private to me. And, you know, sounds like nothing he should have to apologize for in his private business. You know, same thing with leaked messages to begin with. Can we just stop? Can we have some privacy? You know, what is this teaching people? You're teaching people to narc? It's not good. It's setting a bad example. You know, weirdly... Everybody, you know, at times myself included in this country, worships celebrities. So if every celebrity is like, this is the thing to do, air out all your private matters publicly, what's next? You know what I mean? Randall the mechanic gets into a fight with his girlfriend. She storms down and is showing screenshots to his manager. I mean, where does it end? You know, you just sometimes you got to handle your business. You know, keep it your business. It's not anybody else's business. So, you know, some people need to hear that, I think. I don't know why. You know, seems like common sense to me. But uh, I guess I'm just old-fashioned. I'm just one big sloppy old donut. You know, for you to shove your little girthy wiener schnitzel into. That's how you like to get off, huh? I get it. Sometimes you just got to let it fly. Um, Wow, what a distracting noise. I guess that's going to keep happening. That's fun. You know, you got to love loud metal clanging in the middle of your episodes. Uh, There must be a fucking gold mine underneath the building next door. They're fucking mining down there like it's fucking san francisco circa 1912 or whatever i don't know 
listen, all I do know is, you know, keep your business your business. What if you were running a business that was like a business that made money, right? And you were just like, here's my business to somebody. Wouldn't that be crazy? Because then you wouldn't have a business anymore. Where, but where's your money going to come from? You know what I'm saying? Keep your business your business. You won't lose your business. You know? Stop stop costing people their jobs. Insane. You know? You, you know, like, you've never let a woman drink your blood? Because I certainly have. And it's just like, yeah, whatever. You know, I had a little cut. She wanted to suck on it a little bit. I didn't, you know, I wasn't, like, thrilled. Didn't do anything good for me. It was like, ah, this is a little weird. You should be concerned about an illness. But that's also not really my problem. Like, you're going to get sick. You're going to get sick. I, I can't really stop you here. I got the goods. I got what you want. Let me give it to you. You know what I mean? Who am I to deny you your satisfaction? So... You know, you guys got to grow up, okay? Sometimes you need a finger in your butthole. Sometimes, you know, you got to let let them drink your blood. I don't, I don't know what else to say. You know, Army, again, open call. Let's be friends. Um, we're going to talk a lot of social network, though. That's just, that's just how that's got to be. I am currently in a battle with constant just like boulders being slammed onto giant metal plates and uh it's very distracting you know what i mean like i'm playing with a torn rotator cuff right now so like if i don't perform at the level you think i should be performing at then at the end of the game like you're gonna find out that i needed off episode surgery and you're gonna be like oh wow what a warrior i can't believe he went in there and toughed it out anyway. You know, just like, what a champion. That's my guy. Um, I'm glad I root for this guy. And, you know, thank you for your applause. I appreciate it. Uh, it's, what, it's what I do. I do it for you. And, you know, for the love of the game, you just got to press on. All right, but listen, all this talk about business, you know, it really got me thinking. If I could just open some shit up off the cuff, you know, without any real stakes, let's say, in a nice hypothetical exercise, what would I do? And I thought, okay, so this business is going to be have a four-phase, not four-phase, like a four-platform structure, okay? We're going to provide four services and they're going to be next level, okay? And they're all loosely tied together. I don't have a name yet. That's okay, you know? If you can think of something clever, let me know. Okay, but phase one, okay, this is the easy one. Now, basically, this is just something I think I'm good at that. Ha I have no formal training in. If there is formal training for what I'm talking about, you know, who cares? Seems like it's stupid. But I've always realized, or rather I have realized that I've always 
been real good at, you know, like crafty ways to maximize a space. You know what I mean? Never, never been one to have the larger rooms for things, you know, whatever that may be. And as I've talked about, you know, repurposing things, doing things like that, that's always fun for me. So doing little algebra things like, oh, how do I get this Tetris into that space and blah, blah, blah. And what can I put on a shelf to make it multiple shelves on one shelf? You know what I mean? Got my Xbox on a glass cutting board right now. Looks great. Seven bucks. Bed, Bath, and Beyond. You know what I'm saying? Next level shit. Okay? Anyway, not the point. I don't have to prove anything. (laughs) That's the beauty of it. Anyway. So distance from what I just said. (laughs) Phase number one would be gift buying so you know you're a piece of shit you're not thoughtful i get it most people aren't or are and then aren't you know whatever and you know you're the guy who gets a wad of cash or you get a fucking visa gift card like some chomo and basically what we would do for you you know for whatever the fee may dictate And for whatever price you're willing to put in, so you're like, I got a hundred bucks. Here's the baseball card info on this person. Here's the stats, okay? They're this person. They look like this. They dress like this. They like these things. What do I get? Okay? And basically like a PI, we deduce the information necessary. So this is the tricky part. I got to hire people who I know are in tune with the gift-giving gene. You know what I mean? So I got to formulate some kind of test. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to figure out some kind of, like, pilot program of various personalities. And you're going to have to run me down your list of potential gifts. And maybe, just maybe, you'll have a shot at this company i don't know it's weird to me how people can be bad at it It, you know it's just like observe and report pay attention you know i don't know you know and we can work with your budget if you don't got a lot that's fine you know and how many do you want you want to go real grand you want to go one big one i don't recommend it you know You can do like a main one, a little main course, but you got to have some side dishes in there, you know, because worst case, like if you go for the fucking Hail Mary, if the pass gets dropped, the ball hits the ground, you know, you're done. It's over. So you want to have a couple guys standing behind your guy, you know, there to catch any deflections. There you go. Not a great analogy. Kind of lost it halfway through. That's fine. You get what I'm saying. We'll cover you. So, you know, that's one option. Option two, more aligned with how I started the whole thing, which makes a lot more sense. Probably should have made that option one, but I'm stubborn, and there's nothing we can do about it now. But anyway, option two, 
Phase two, not option two. We're doing it all. <laughs> Volume City. I don't know what to call it yet. But do you have a studio, office, bedroom, whatever it may be? Preferably not that part. Just because. You know, this isn't interior decorating. This is problem solving, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but we'll get your stuff in the space. Do you have a space? Is it a size? And do you have stuff that may not fit that size according to your eye? Well, do I have an opportunity for you, ladies and gentlemen? That's right. You call us and we'll get your stuff in your spot. Pretty good, right? So, you know. And then you figure out what accessories you got to get, what to do, where to hang. You know what I mean? Not enough room for a nightstand? Boom, we're going to install a little shelf on the wall right there. You got a nice little nice little half table thing. You know, it's something better than nothing. And you're like, oh, nice, good job. <laughs> It'll be sick, you know, and you'll give me $100,000. <laughs> and everything will fit real good. It's going to look nice, okay? And then we move on to phase three. Ladies and gentlemen, now phase three, a little bit bigger picture, okay? This is where we're really going to need the enterprise of the first two to come in handy. So the cash flow is really going to have to be coming in strong, as of course it will be with millions of satisfied gift receivers and givers and countless, countless cleverly organized walk-in closets i have a great method by the way tangent to turn a walk-in closet into a private kitchen okay so first things first you get your clothes out of your closet okay you get yourself a nice three-tier metal rack you know they're really easy to put together you just slide the things on the poles and you slip them on it's great, it's industrial, it's sturdy, beautiful, minimalist, you love it, okay? And then you get yourself a kitchen cart, you know, like a beverage cart or a kitchen island thing, whatever. Basically like a little mobile countertop that has some cabinets in it. Okay, boom, so now I've just solved your food storage things. You can store food, you can store pots and pans, all the things you might need, okay? And then on these things, you're going to put some stuff, okay? So depending on what you want, you get yourself a toaster oven, you get yourself a hot plate so you can boil some water, you get yourself a nice three-gallon container so you can store some water, you're never going to have to leave the room, okay? You get yourself a tabletop dishwasher and you know a mini fridge with a freezer you know one of those real nice ones that has the two doors on it okay and then maybe you get yourself a one of those racks that goes above a toilet if that's the right height it can go above your fridge boom you got even more storage all the things are right there you know get yourself a little like bus tray there's your sink for your dirties just put them right in the dishwasher anyway you know what i mean and it's perfect boom now you have a nice studio apartment in your bedroom. Isn't that lovely? You're welcome. 
Um, I don't even know what I was saying. But yeah, great business. You see what I'm saying? If only you could have a sink in there, you know, and you could piss. <laughs> and you really never have to go. You know, you take horse baths all the time. Just get really good at that. Boom. You never have to leave. I really want to get in when I get my van <laughs> for my uh for my road expenditures. That's the last thing on the list, you know. That's what's coming next, I guess. We'll see. That's an expensive one. But uh want to cut a hole in the side, put some nice piping through there, tie it to the side real good somehow. And then uh put like a stainless steel funnel on the end. Boom, you got a little urinal you're pissing out onto the road. You never got to leave the van. No public urination. Your dick is in the van. Okay? Million dollar ideas here. I'm just shelling them away because I didn't really have a topic to talk about. So you're all you're all welcome. And this is my intellectual property. These are proprietary thoughts. Um, so any reproduction without my consent will cost you $10 million. You can speak to my attorneys. I don't have them yet, but I'll get them and we'll shut you down okay so call me if you want to invest thanks the next thing we're doing with all that revenue back to where we were at um is we're converting your garages basements whatever you want attics if you if you if you must into livable full apartments that's right ladies and gentlemen you're going to have a nice little studio in the garage, either if you got a two-story garage, that'll be nice. Then we can just keep the whole base there. Otherwise, we're converting the whole thing. Boom. Extra income for you. Same thing with the basement. If we can, you know, we'll do separate entrances. You don't even got to see the people. We'll get you set up with some mailboxes. It'll be nice, okay? Detached garage preferred, obviously. Easiest way to do it. And then off of that, you know, we'll just build you a shed in the yard. <laughs> you got a big yard? We'll build you a shed. Now it's a tiny home instead. You know what I mean? Or we'll just put a tiny home there. Boom. You know? So, and then, you know, once the conversions are all good, that's when we move to phase four, the final phase, where we're buying lots now, okay? We're owning the land, and we're going to build as many tiny homes on it as we can fit with solar panels, gardens, little ones, you know, you don't have much space, but you get a nice little plot that's yours with a little tiny yard thing. So, you know, maybe you fit three, four on a lot, maybe eight if you're lucky on a bigger one. I don't know. You know, we got to measure it out. You know, put a fence around it. You got a nice little community. Problem solved. Everybody gets their own house. I'm a millionaire. Okay. Give me a billion dollars. Warren Buffett. Hurry up. Give me a call. And, uh, you know, whatever. We're just going to disregard any zoning laws in any city, town, state, country, whatever. And we'll just do it anyway because it's your shit. So who gives a fuck, right? Who are they to tell you what you can and can't do? And we're certainly not going to get in the way. So call us at Shapeshifter Incorporated or whatever, okay? So welcome to my business. That's what I'm going to do, okay? I'm buying gifts because you're not good at it. And then we're maximizing the potential of your shitty stuff. 
and house and land. <laughs> it's brilliant. Boy, really ran with that one, huh? But you know, there's just all this talk about business. All this business is going so well. We got a nice stock market bubble. That's going to be over soon, so that's great. Um, glad I invested a bunch of money this year. It's all going to be gone because I'm not going to pull it out, probably, you know? And even as I'm saying it, it's like, well, why don't you just pull it out? And it's like, yeah, but what if? What if it just keeps riding, you know? I don't have enough anyway. Let it all come crumbling down. We can all be equals, right? Those Goldman boys can come on down to my block. We can have a little chat, right? We're equals now. Show them what a bailout's really about. You know what I'm saying? I don't really make a good tough guy. That wasn't that wasn't a good good thing. That wasn't a euphemism for anything. That it wasn't an allusion to anything. Sue me, okay? You know we can't all be Braun Strowman out there. <laughs> that fucking goon. Don't even get me started on the current state of professional wrestling. It's an absolute shambles. It has been for. When I say at least a decade, I mean that. Could be longer. Not sure. But uh, what a steep and consistent decline. I mean, just falling down the hill for years and years and years, just down a pit of despair. It really has gone to nothing. Yet that is another business. Just keeps on thriving, keeps on making that moolah, and I can't tell you why. You know, speaking of business, all this lovely business, um, in the family here, Justice put out a cookbook. Go check that out. Can't believe I didn't mention that at the top. Sorry, everybody. You're like, damn, I wish I knew that 20 minutes ago. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Still got to it. Uh, go check that out. You know, limited physical copies available in his info. I, I don't know what. Not a good plug. Whatever. It's in the vein of what he would do. <laughs> so there you go, Justice. Fuck off. Um, But check it out. Very well made. Good stuff in there. You know, I, I'm not really one with the skills. And uh, you wouldn't know the difference. Because those recipes are fire, and uh, you can seem like you really know what you're doing. So, And we're hopefully going to get a uh, digital copy up available in the RFAT store soon. So stay tuned for that. It'll be more accessible than ever. So, you know, open your mouth. Eat it. It's good. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I recently had some barbecue which, I mean, that's not a story at all, you're thinking. It's like, oh, good for you, you fat fuck, right? I know. Uh, it doesn't get much better, actually, because <laughs> all the point I'm trying to make is at the end, they're like, oh, here's a hot towel. 
And let me tell you, there is nothing more fleeting that I can think of than a hot towel. It's always like, oh man, I fucking love me a nice hot towel. But how long is a hot towel that before it is a nasty, damp cloth that's covered in stains, you know, when you're eating barbecue? And it's just like, this is unappealing. Why am I holding this soggy material? You know, you have like two seconds to touch it. After First, you burn your hands and or your face. However much you, di- you dive in, however hard you commit, it's always too hot right away. You know, and it's like, why, why would you try that? You know, you know it's going to be hot. Well, it's because you have like 14 seconds before it becomes freezing cold. So you got to go in too hot. You got to burn yourself a little. And then you got to try to get it off of your hands before it cools down and becomes ruined. And then you're just holding this disappointing, chilly, soggy, moist cotton. And it is just a sad, gross experience. So I'm out on hot towels. I'm done with them. Until we can find a towel that sustains its hot, moisture goodness for a longer period of time, I'm not interested, okay? Don't bring them around me because they're just going to lead to disappointment. I don't want it, okay? That's like buying a puppy that's 13 years old. The good times won't last. And I can't stand for it. I don't have the emotional capacity to deal with this right now. Okay? So get your fucking hot towel and take it back to wherever the fuck you brought it from. Okay, Linda? Oh, soggy head ass. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Drives me insane. You know what I mean? Maybe it's because it reminds me of wet socks. There's nothing that I can think of that is more uncomfortable to have in clothing than wet socks you know what underwear isn't great but i don't know i i can hang you know what i mean we can go on a log ride let's party okay i can tough it out but the socks i don't know it just like makes me feel like i have worms in my feet (laughs) i don't know why there's just something about it Maybe it's all those times I uh, played at the park when it was flooded because we didn't have anything better to do. So we just jumped around in the flooded mud. Flooded mud, not bad. You know, if you're a shitty metalcore band, uh, feel free. That one's on the house. But if you do get successful, I recommend that you invest in my company because we're already getting calls off the fucking hook. I haven't even finished recording the episode, and it's already out there. The information's leaking. I don't even understand how it's happening. You know what I mean? As of right now, it's still private. So things have really just exploded, especially those of you listening in the future. Listen, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I've just been going around, going through everything that I have, thinking, what can I do to upgrade this, or how can we better this situation? I've gotten to the point where I'm troubleshooting every little thing that I can think of within my space. You know, I decided I'm going to frame everything I have because I don't really have any frames. And it's like, well, 
Do I want to not have anything on the walls anymore? No. But do I want to be the guy with a bunch of posters still? It's like, eh, you know, not a good look. So do the old loophole. <laughs> Just frame them up. Boom. Now they're uh, now they're respectable pieces of art. Uh, got to line things up a little better. It looks good. So, you know, make it a nice little studio environment in here. Looks great. I'm loving it. Uh, but, you know, now I'm diving into the electronic side of things. It's like, all right, I got this speaker. It doesn't work a lot with the power, so I got to set up a whole new thing where I have to run a fucking 12-foot power strip across the whole goddamn room because I got to plug the speaker directly into the wall. And we got to redo a whole bunch of things, but it's going to be for the greater good. And it's just like, oh, great. And then if the speaker still doesn't work... It's all for nothing, and I got to buy another one. Uh, but basically, it's like if I don't have a little something to work on, I'll just die. <laughs> so I'm going to keep finding little things that I can keep uh, expanding upon. It's always nice to have little projects. Uh, typically, that's to like prevent you from losing your mind, but I've already lost it. So now I'm just creating tasks to maintain this mental illness brought upon us by the current plague but i mean hey it could be worse you know could easily respond as one of those guys who's like all right well giving up can't handle it you know we're going gross i don't go gross okay if anything things being normal allows me to be gross because it's like all right we're good i'm like no i have to improve upon everything exponential growth only we gotta get this moving you know, because that's what they say. Better studio, better you. Right? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Look, you improve your surroundings, you feel better. Maybe the show's better. What do you think of this episode? Eh. <laughs> the theory has already been broken. <laughs> I guess uh, Guess the results weren't what we were looking for. Uh, but you know how everything always just seems to crash down at once? You know, right as I'm getting everything nice and framed up, my Xbox has a heart attack. Okay. I bought some cheap DVDs that, uh, you know, whatever. They were cheap. What can I say? I don't have a disc cleaner. It's been driving me insane that I don't have a disc cleaner. Um, and now, like, there's more reason than ever to have one because one of these DVDs was so bad that it stalled. And shut down my Xbox, and it was almost fully out of commission. And it's like, oh, great. Now i got to get another one of these. Guess what? You can't get one. Any kind. The old kind, the new kind, you can't get them. They're too much money. It's a disaster. So I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do without this thing? Luckily, I got it back. Whole other story. But it's got to be on its last legs. You know what I mean? It's an OG one. I'm concerned about it. Right? And I've been dealing with, like I mentioned, the speaker thing. Only reason I haven't already just called it broken is because like, I can get it to work sometimes. And it's a Bose thing and it would be very expensive to replace. And I can't do it. You know what I mean? Then I got issues with my bike. Got to get a new bike. Whatever. Pile it on. It always seems to pile on. And you know what? It's kind of fun. Right? All these things break at once. Now I get all these new things. It's like, you know, who doesn't love a little debt? Because once you pay it off, it's like, man, look at all this sick shit I have. <laughs> so it's like, all right, let's break. That's what I want. Like, break definitively so I can, like, definitely buy a new one. Have no remorse for it at all. 
I don't know. For those of you who weren't raised poor, maybe that's not a thing you have. But uh, whenever I get something nice, I'm like, oh, man, can't believe I spent that money. <laughs> it's like, well, isn't that the thing you want? Yeah, it's exactly what I want. And it fulfills a lot of needs for me, and it makes me very happy. It's like, well, what's the problem? It's like, ah, oh, you know, it was expensive. You should just never buy anything that costs money ever. <laughs> that's the that's the philosophy. And, you know, it usually comes in handy. That is, of course, the, the spearhead for my billion-dollar business. So I guess it all really does come full circle. But, you know, really what I'm just saying is I'm just bringing all this stuff up is because, like, it could never stop. You know what I mean? Um, even the things that I have that are fully functional, I could replace with better, nicer things. I think about it all the time. This microphone I'm speaking into right now could upgrade it, but then I need to get, like, four other things that would also be nice. And then, well, the tech that I'm using just to use this with also needs to be upgraded, though. Let's get a new computer. Let's get a nicer interface. You know what I mean? Like, you could, it could never end. Right? You know, once you get the fucking Mercedes, then you want the Bentley. I don't know if... See, I don't even know. Like, are those equivalent in price? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but I think you get the idea. And uh, it's just funny how, you know, just sitting around staring at shit, it's like, man, I wish this was nicer. It's like, well, you know, everything's going pretty fine. Um, I don't know. You know, it's just that ego baby growth it's all i want we just want more and more and more we don't stop till we get it okay things are popping off it's the big time now ain't no games this year boy all right we fucking run that shit look i'll be honest okay i didn't come into this one with that big of a plan but i think we're having fun here i'm having a blast hope you are as well but the, you know, I just can't. I just can't hold it anymore. The real reason why we're here, the granddaddy of them all, the big Kahuna, your family's favorite tuna, got my mattress at Luna, stick my goons on ya, and we said, "Una na." That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a Super Bowl. Welcome to everybody's favorite segment, Sports Corner. That is the official golf clap of Sports Corner. Look, I got to give it a lot of time this week. What can I say? We're almost there. It's the penultimate week. And what a fucking day it was yesterday. This is Monday, just so you know. I cheat a little bit. I am just fucking thrilled the Green Bay Packers lost. Look, we'll go one game at a time here, as always. Um, and then I'll talk the matchup, but I just want to say, I'm pretty sure somebody would have to go back and check because I'm not going to be the one to do it probably, but I believe that, uh, your boy got the preseason prediction right. Pretty sure it was Chiefs Bucks in the Super Bowl. Don't know, but that, that's, that, that, that sounds right. Sounds like I got it right. Feels, <laughs> feels good to be right. Okay. Um, but going in, I did have Bills Bucks, and in retrospect, it's like, what was I thinking? You know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. 
really it's just like Brady versus the Bills. That's a W. I think that that's what I, I just wanted it. I just really want it to happen. He is just magic. And, I mean, let's get into the game, okay? So, the Packers fucking blew it. No question. And, like, yeah, was the Rodgers pick probably a hold? Yeah, but it was really slyly done. That there's no way you really could have seen it unless you were standing in, like, one spot and specifically just, like, staring at the guy's shoulder and, like, watching it happen. Because it took slow motion to even realize what was going down. Because the receiver didn't even react. And the receivers react even when there isn't a penalty. So, I mean, that's usually a sign. Maybe if the guy sold it, it would have worked. But, I mean, I do agree that is kind of bullshit. I'd be pissed if I was a Packers fan. But it's like, well, you can't do anything about that. And then the defense just blows it. They just just give them a touchdown? I mean, what are you thinking? I was shocked that they took the shot. And, I mean, Brady was just hitting them. All those third downs in the first half. It was just a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. I mean, this team is absolutely loaded. And like I like I said, you know, Brady goes to the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers doesn't. Easy enough to pick him there. And uh, the Packers D, you know, what is it? There, there, there's no evidence to prove that they can really do anything. It's really just the Packers offense keeps people off the field. So their numbers stay good. You know, people are always playing catch-up. You're going to play a little mustard. And, you know, the fumble right after the half leads to another touchdown. Second week in a row. I don't even remember if it really happened in Washington, but they were in full control in Washington. That they're able to convert these turnovers into touchdowns, win themselves some fucking games. It's incredible. It's exactly what you need to do, and for it to be happening right now, like I said, they're the hottest team. And they just keep staying true. The defense was insane. They're so good. That D-line is so stacked. I mean, Barrett, Sue, fucking JPP, he doesn't even need his fingers to dominate. Like, what? Everybody else out there has all their fingers, and they can't stop them. It's remarkable. You know, and then fucking White and David are insane. Uh, their secondary, kind of weak. That's the scariest part, and it's depleted as of right now. Hopefully those safeties can play. Um, but, I mean, they stepped the fuck up, and they did exactly what they needed to do. And the Bucks just kept trying to give them the ball back. I mean, Brady was throwing those picks, um, but the D stepped up. They only scored off one of them. He throws three picks, and they just get away scot-free. It's remarkable, really, the job that they did. That should have been a death wish. And, I mean, one of them wasn't really his fault. It was kind of off Mike Evans' hands. Um, But, I mean, when you say he should make that play, if he is so good that he should make that play, which Mike Evans is, and he still couldn't make that play, doesn't it mean that it was that bad of a throw, possibly? And, like, he should have been able to make that play had the throw been better, but it was so bad that he couldn't? You know, who did that fall on? I don't really know. But anytime you get your fingers on it, they're like, you should catch it. I kind of agree, especially in that case. It seemed like he could have had it. Uh, But that seemed like the catastrophic one. It was like, okay, they didn't fuck up this time. The throw, like, wasn't terrible. Uh, The other ones were pretty rough picks. 
Um, but I mean, he they hit all the shots they needed to hit at the beginning. They kind of put them away early. They did what the Packers like to do to people. And I just kept thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, just get the fucking field goal. You know, like that Mike Evans pick. It's like, okay, they made it into range, so this time they don't have to throw the dumb pick. And then it happens anyway, and it's like, fuck, the Packers are actually going to win? Because the whole time, it really felt like the Bucks win control. I just kept wondering as well. I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to go to the Super Bowl, you know? Because, I mean, the halftime score is one thing, but then they come out and do it again, and it's just like they just they were up by so many points. And it's Brady, you know? They're just a fucking all-star team. I mean, the O-line is so good. The running backs are good. Fournette, that touchdown run was nuts. Like, he came to fucking ball. He dropped some passes, but, you know, that's fine. Uh, Ronald Jones in the regular season showed a ton of promise, so I think that, you know, he could easily be a factor against the Chiefs. They just really did a good job, the Packers did today, against him. Um, But, I mean, that receiving core is nuts, with or without Antonio Brown. It's, like, fucking unstoppable. And I thought that Gronk might be the X factor, like they're finally going to put some plays in for him. I guess not. Uh, but he had that huge screen that came out of nowhere, and it was just like, this is his fucking moment. I hope he gets a touchdown in the Super Bowl. That would be great. Uh, but, I mean, like their team is just fucking good, and that defense plays. They play together. They're always swarming the ball. You just got to love that. And, I mean, like I said, once they finally got that field goal, I was like, all right, they're good, they're up eight. And then, of course, I mean, the Packers go right down the field. And my thoughts are this. Maybe they won't get the two again. Or either way, this is Brady ball two minutes. Like, they, they've got to do it. It's just going to happen. It just always seems like this is the right moment. Just like in the Super Bowl against the Eagles, it was so shocking that he wasn't able to just go down the field that they got the strip sack right away. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I mean, the worst call ever to kick a field goal. You're down eight. The game is over. There's two minutes left. Like, you they get, you have 31 points allowed, and they threw three interceptions. You think that your defense is about to shut them down, and you're going to get it back and get the win? Like, What? What happens if they just go down the field and, like, kick a field goal? You know, what if they have, like, a chunk play, and now they're in field goal range, and now you're just down eight again, but now you have no timeouts in a minute? It's just, like, the thought process is insane. You're literally playing. You're about to score a touchdown, and then you're like, nah, we'll play for the next touchdown so we can win. It's like, what? I could see if there was, like, seven minutes left in the game where there's almost no chance of them running out the clock. But just insane. Because you're like, I'm going to give the ball back to Tom Brady right now. Like, what are you thinking? It doesn't even matter the age or the team. You know, you certainly wouldn't think that way against the Patriots, I don't think. But, like, that's Tom Brady. And they did not get the ball back. And it's just insane. Like, thank you. But I, I just remember feeling like, oh, my God, now there's got to be a fourth down play. It's like, can we just get this over with? This drive just keeps going. It's crushing me. I hate seeing the Packers win. I hate seeing this. And they're so good all the time. It tortures me every single year. But they always fucking lose in the playoffs, don't they? But like this, this is historic. I mean... Like, do you know how the game works? I don't even know how to place it. 
Like, Matt LaFleur should be fired. I mean, that sounds crazy, but it's just like, how could Aaron Rodgers ever be cool with that? And he's like a whiny little bitch all the time. It's annoying. You know, you cry a lot. We get it. You're really good. But the team loses, and it's never his fault. So he's like, why aren't they doing more? Huh. This time, though, (laughs) I mean, how do you not go for that? Valid time to be very, very upset. That is, like, unforgivable. That is fucking the Seahawks throwing the slant in the Super Bowl. Getting picked off. It's like, how do you fuck this up right here? You know, I guess if that play was fourth down, that's the only way that it would have been fine. You know what I mean? Like, if Rodgers would have went for it on fourth down and threw a pick, it's like, so what? I just don't see what would have benefited them. You would have given them the ball with shittier yardage. You know, what if you gain six yards? What if you end up at the one? You can get a safety, then get a touchdown and win. There's your other thing. Like, just everything about it is mind-boggling, and I love it. I love it. Okay? We get trounced by the Saints, whatever, because then Drew Brees, his fucking spaghetti arm, is the Bears are already forgotten the second that happens. But this, this, in the championship game, I love every second of it, okay? And I hope Aaron Rodgers is so unhappy that he's like, I'm going to go to the Bears and I'm going to destroy you guys now. <laughs> because, boy, will I fall in love with Aaron Rodgers the second he sign- he fucking laces up the blue and orange. I think I just had an aneurysm in the middle of that. <laughs> Somebody check on me. Make sure I'm okay. What are you doing? You're just listening? Get into action. Stop the show. Just kidding. Isn't that wild that, like, there's somebody who's, like, ignorant enough that if they heard that, they might call the police? Your ignorance is not an excuse. I shouldn't have to change my behavior. Get it? Stop judging my cannibalism fetish. You know what I mean? Everybody gets the red wings at some point you just do it come on like be a fucking man (laughs) christ and now you know everybody gets the the lovely thing i mean it's just amazing that brady now gets to add wild card super bowl run to his list never done it with a wild card team three road games just to get to play at home for the super bowl never been done you know we all know that they say it a million times but they actually did it He's like, I'm going to play the Super Bowl at home, then just did it. Boom. He's going to do it. Um, I hope that they give the Bucks the home uniforms and, like, call them the official home team, even though I think it technically should be the Chiefs because they're the higher seed going in. But it's like, can we just call it like it is? Because that would be idiotic otherwise. And, I mean, look, Brady won two years ago. Mahomes won last year. Had to beat Mahomes to get there two years ago. It's exciting. Just winners, just the two best winners going head-to-head. And every time Patrick Mahomes succeeds, I die a little more inside because talk about a guy that could be wearing the fucking blue and orange and should be, you know, it's fucking heartbreaking. So I just don't want it. I don't want it. Uh, The one thing is, like, this whole Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl, which is the craziest thing ever, 
they're like, we'll never see this again. We'll never see this again. I don't think we will ever see it again, but if we do, it'll happen right away with Patrick Mahomes, who is, you know, three years as a starter. He's been to three AFC championship games and now two Super Bowls. So it kind of seems like he's on the exact same trajectory as is that entire team. So, you know, he'll he'll get to five, like, for sure, almost, it seems like. Because they just keep, the fact that they keep getting there. Um, let's just talk about that game because I feel like I already want to talk about the Super Bowl. Bills, Chiefs, I was way off. The Chiefs are fucking sick. The Bills aren't ready. They're a year away. I bought in. The defense didn't show up. Don't know what happened year to year. Um, and the Chiefs, D, they were just poised. They were ready. Allen played erratic and scared. I don't know what to say. Uh, and they mismanaged all the shit at the end to where they could have been down two touchdowns and they got an onside kick and then didn't score a touchdown anyway and, like, fucked up the whole thing. If they handled that sequence correctly, they would have been down eight points and it would have been a real ball game, um, which doesn't seem even remotely possible because it wasn't. So it all played out the way it should have played out. I don't really, you know, don't blame Sean McDermott, I guess. He didn't do a great job, period. Uh, but it's not like at the end he fucked it up like LaFleur. Uh, but, I mean, they're promising as hell. They're next up. You know, the Chiefs aren't going to have it easy every year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's scary. It's going to be a scary matchup because you could see the Chiefs trouncing them. I mean, you can see the Chiefs doing that to anybody. But I do think, I, I mean, how do you go against Tom Brady? I understand he's lost three Super Bowls. All razor-thin margins, though. Not that he's won them by big margins, but there, there's no. I don't. I just don't see it being a blowout. And it's just like he's the guy to win that game. You know, like on paper right now, you say the Chiefs, but who knows? I mean, they lost their left tackle. That's a huge blow, especially the way the Bucks D's playing. They can get pressure. They'll be in it. I don't know. There's a game plan. They have great coaches. They got Todd Bowles, you know, Arians. The players that they have, two weeks to prepare. They're already in Tampa. It just seems like, I don't know, Brady, Gronk maybe finally has his moment in the playoffs. It's just like, how is he going to come this far and lose this late in his career? The fact that he made it again, you just can't. It doesn't even seem real. It is mad in levels. You know what I mean? Like, if you truly play Madden out and don't just, like, force yourself to win every game or, like, win every Super Bowl, like, I'm only going to finish the game if I win. Otherwise, I'll quit and start it over. You know, because sometimes we have those moments. I've been there. <laughs> can't always can't always let them have it. You know, if you're throwing, like, four interceptions and a half, it's like, all right, let's have this be realistic. But, I mean, that that's another thing, too, right? Brady had his bad interception game. He did it all in one half. They're going to clean that up. And they're not afraid to take the shots, and that's the thing. It's like you got to hit the shots. The Chiefs are obviously the same thing. It's just like if you – Tyreek Hill is just so scary. I just don't know what you're supposed to do. I mean, he caught a fucking slant and went 80 yards. <laughs> he can. He's just so fast and so talented. It's really alarming. Um, but, I mean, they had a good plan to cut Devontae Adams out. They did it, you know, and they played each other earlier in the year. 
Bucks kind of came back. It was ugly early. Who knows? I just think when you have two weeks to game plan, the most important game, and you have Tom Brady, that's an edge. But Mahomes is the is the same guy. You know, he's always great on the sidelines. What's his name? Was it Hardman or Pringle that fumbled? I don't remember. I get them mixed up. I think Hardman fumbled. But anyway, he was right there like, bro, chin up. And when they were down 24 nothing to the Texans, Deshaun Watson was smirking like the game was over, and Mahomes was on the sideline yelling at his boys, let's go, we got this, and they won by 30. It was the craziest thing ever. Um, I, I think that the Bucks D is much better than the Chiefs D, and that's really the thing. It's like the Chiefs defense isn't that great, but they have smart players like Matthew, who is unbelievable, and good D linemen. You know, like there's good players on the team. They're not that great of a unit. And I mean... Josh Allen may be more talented right now in physical ability, but there's nobody better stepping up to a D than Brady. And that line, solid. So you know what I mean? It's just like the things that made the Chiefs look so good against the Bills I don't think could be sustainable against the Bucks. I don't see them shutting down the Bucks' offense. I think it's going to be very similar of a game to the NFC title game. And I'm taking the Bucks because I, you know, I got to ride with it now. I didn't even have the Chiefs here a week ago. I fucked that up. But it's what we got to do. But I can't can't go against my guy Tom. I should have just picked him to win it at the beginning. I was like, ah, how good is this team really? As of late, like what I'm seeing from them, I think that they're absolutely spectacular. They absolutely deserve it to be here. It just didn't. It's just weird, you know. It's just weird this year. Um, you know, they just got by on talent a lot in the regular season. But once they started clicking, man, it has been nuts. And I hope that they win. I hope he comes back one more year, run it back again. Maybe, the, you know, they won't do it twice probably. But that offense is just, like, really fun to watch. That The talent level they have is super exciting. Honestly, what the Bucks should try to do is after Brady leaves, just try to get another vet. Try to get Aaron Rodgers in there. Shit. Just keep running that system. Just get the old vet in there to keep, as long as you got these receivers, you can keep that cycle going, and you'll have a good team for a long time. Um, I think Antonio Brown could be huge. I hope he gets to play. I don't really know. All I know is it's the best day of the fucking year. I fucking love the Super Bowl. It's it's literally my absolute favorite. I think that the next day should be a national holiday. Both days, really. We should just shut down the fucking country and, like, let's get real about it. You know, like, does anybody want to be doing anything else? The answer is no. And, uh, you know, a food tip for everybody. The, the biggest mistake people make is, like, I'm going to get a pizza. You don't want to get a pizza. If you want to get it, if you're if you're like I'm getting a pizza, you got to order that shit at like 2 p.m. or the night before. Get a real big one, maybe have a little bit. I don't know. That's up to you. And then reheat it the next day, or you're gonna have to get it earlier in the day and heat it later. Or if you try to order it at like, you know, maybe 3 p.m., you might get it in time for game time. But you're talking hours here, ladies and gentlemen. So you got to be prepared. Okay, you order it the night before. That's the move. Or you get crafty, you know, you go Chinese. You got to think 
opposite. You got to think like it's Christmas. What is everybody going to want? I'm going to need to go out, go left. Okay, I'm going to have to zag. Okay, the football Super Bowl zag food always dank. Okay, go subs, right? A lot of those will be busy maybe, but how long does that take? You know what I mean? You go get a sack of them. You don't want to do anything that's going to get you back ordered. It's going to hurt you, okay? Then what you want to do is you want to get yourself a mini keg, one that can self-pump. Then you got the beer flowing all day. It's nice and it's quality. It's crisp. It's from the tap. You're feeling good. You know, you roll yourself some cones. You make an evening out of it. You get the spread going, maybe some speaker setups. It You know, it's the event of a lifetime. Especially with nothing going on, this is like as exciting as a Super Bowl could be. Uh, with the matchup you could possibly want, the best to ever do it with the guy who we might say is the best to ever do it when he's done, the guy who should be a Chicago Bear, the guy who has half a billion dollar contract because he's so good. And we said, let me take the guy from North Carolina who's never really fucking played. Mr. I love to kiss titties himself. This fucking clown with his shitty mustache and his shitty fucking arm who can't win a fucking game to save his fucking life. Happy fucking Super Bowl. Just remind me of the failures every single year now. They're always winning. That's what I'm saying. I'm moving to Kansas City. I'm becoming a Chiefs fan. They win this game. That's it. Because what? Then they're just going to win next year and the year after and the year after. And it's never going to fucking end. (laughs) And it's miserable. You know? I didn't mind the Patriots. Like I said, they were the first ones I saw on TV. They got me. When you're a kid, that's how it works. It's nice and easy. Got lucky. Okay? I was a Raiders fan, too. That still kind of has stuck around. I always root for them. The uniforms really stuck me in. But, uh, you know, now now that's over. And uh, I'm going to still like the Patriots, and they're going to suck. And uh, the Chiefs will just fucking torture us till the end of time. So I think my boy, Tommy B, it's just, I just, how could he lose? You know what I mean? I know that sounds dumb. It's like the Chiefs are more talented in almost every way. Well, actually, that's not accurate, really. Now that I just said that out loud, I really convinced myself. If you go position by position, the Bucks are probably better. You know, the Chiefs obviously win at tight end. At receiver, top to bottom, Bucks. Quarterback, Chiefs, sure. But like every single other position on the field except safety, I mean, I'd probably take the Bucks roster. You know, Mahomes, obviously that good. You know, I, it's it's got to be interesting. He can't just win them all every single time, but I don't know. They almost lost the Super Bowl last year. We'll see. I just don't want it to happen. I, I, I don't want it. Too much, too much pain. It's too much pain. So I'm going to do something I don't normally do because it's the big game. It's two weeks in advance, I know, but I have to do it as a reaction thing to the last thing. Next week, we won't have to talk about it, okay? We did an extended Sports Corner Super Bowl edition. Wait till the post show. 
That's going to be a wild one. But I'm going to go Bucks 30, Chiefs 26. 30 to 26, okay? Hopefully I can get myself some money to put on that. And then we can all win together, okay? Hope that sounds good. Well, I'm going to get out of here. But it was great talking to you. Hope to do it again soon. Um, Next Tuesday, in fact. How, how about that? How do you like that? Pretty good, huh? Uh, as always, rfat.bigcartel.com. Linktree slash rfat. Linktree slash rfat audio. Those things will get you all the things linked in the description below. Hope you enjoy. Hope you check it out. Please rate, review, subscribe to this show. Requiem for a Tuesday. And please remember, I are fat. You are fat. We are fat. Calculator.